Did you just add this like button to the homepage? Yeah. And that reflects the fans, right? Correct. Yeah. Um... trying to look around for for news in the world of music videos but there really hasn't been that much we could talk about the site we could talk about all sorts yeah, of yeah i i think we should talk about the site the site has come a long way from just a few months there's still a long road ahead but we've we've done there's been a lot of improvement if, if you looked at if you were a, a visitor in november of 2010 there was uh, like 15 videos and we've had a redesign since then. We've, we were pushing 500, which is really just the work of of two people, and we're we're about to open it up to a lot more. And speaking of that, if you would like to be a part of that and beta test for us, and I I must warn you, when you're beta testing, you're gonna run into bugs, as Doug has found out. Um, yes, a lot of bugs. <laughs> But it's you know that's uh, that's software development for you. There's always always bugs everywhere. This is a way of life when you do, when you deal with code. But um, just go to the site and on the right hand side you can sign up for beta and it's very easy. Just give us your your email address I think and um, and uh, tell us your favorite music video. And, then, and also oh you know not not to intentionally cut you off there but you should also on the right side of the page but down lower at the bottom click the Facebook like button. That's right. We need Facebook fans. I, I I started the Facebook page, but then I kind of forgot it existed. So we're sitting high at four people right now because I haven't even invited my friends. So what you got to do is you got to like it, um, and you can. Yeah, we're we're trying to get natural numbers on the liking. I, I we won't use our our between us fifteen collective Facebook accounts to pad our stats. We want to see how many real fans there are out there. That's right. So far, so far four. So for four people, we just put it up today, um, which is you know early in April. So um, there's still a plenty of time from you know now until the rest of eternity to go ahead and, and click like. And uh, the fun thing about Facebook is that Doug and I are on there frequently. We check the pages. So if you want to give us a shout out for some weird reason, then totally just do it on the Facebook page. I I can think of a lot of reasons for them to shout us out. Yeah, no, I to- totally. Birthdays of their friends, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. other other Facebook related events mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that they would want to just for whatever reason shout out on our page. If you want to spam our page with your own stuff, <laughs> as long as you like it first, we 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 will hide it, but we won't block your access. No, no, totally. We'll. We'll, so for at least a couple of hours, your spam will be up there. So just so you it may know, be up there for it may be up there for several days. You could have a, a lot of hours, viewage. Yeah. So you can get some traction with your spam on our fan page, but just like it first. And not to give away your pick of the week, Doug, but you've been adding a lot of videos. Um, you know, what have you been seeing that's, that's that you've been enjoying? 
Uh, I, don't, I don't think this will give away my pick of the week because I've been adding uh, a lot of videos uh, to the site. I, I'm a really big fan of um, of the work of uh, of uh, Chris Mars Polero. I hope I'm saying his name right. But if I'm not, it would be very stereotypical of us in this podcast, us getting names wrong. But uh, yeah, his work is really good. It's it's really um, interesting and and uh, funny and awesome. And his, uh, I like his Vimeo account because he gives a lot of information about his videos, like what he shot it on, and a lot of the credits, which comes in handy for a page like Filmed Insert, where we try to be as in-depth as possible with the people involved in music videos. Yeah, that's a good point you bring up, Doug, because, you know, part of the reason why I think Filmed Insert is important is because... Credits are, are, there's two problems. A, they're scattered everywhere. You'll find them on Vimeo, just like, you know, Vimeo descriptions. You'll find them on directors' websites. You'll find them here and there. There's no one central place to get accurate ones. And the other one is they, you know, there's no real standardized um, format for them in terms of positions and things like that. People will put down, you know, all sorts of, all sorts of crazy stuff crazy stuff so what we're trying to do is we're all we're trying to bring it in one place we're also trying to kind of standardize it a, a, a little bit not i mean not too much part of the fun of music videos is you can make one and kind of credit somebody as as something crazy and that's and you know a lot of people do that but we we want to you know standardize you know down to you know we we, we made the decision to, to to call it director of photography not cinematographer um on the and a lot of credits do say cinematographer. That's true. And there's still a few things that we don't have. And so if you see your music video up there, uh, and you're like, wait a second, there's something that we don't we don't see. There there are a few credits that will be will be added that are that are lacking right now. Shout but, us out on the Facebook page, and we'll add it. Yeah, tell us which ones you're like. What the hell? You don't have Dog Wrangler. Reichenfeld, and uh, if you do a quick search for Ryan Reichenfeld on the uh, website, you will find that he is the director and the uh, visual well, the director on two videos: one for Stereograms, Moving On, and one for The Happy Hollows, Big Bad Wolf. And he's also listed as a visual effects director and uh, the animator on The Happy Hollows, The Big Bad Wolf video. And, and I, I will warn you, uh, if you do watch uh, the Happy Hollows music video, which I highly recommend that you watch both of Ryan's videos, but after watching the Happy Hollows video, I will warn you that you will have wor uh, lyrics stuck in your head that you're not even sure what they are. Um, but anyway, the one thing I really like about this interview is that Ryan is sort of... Uh, in transition, you know, the you know, Stereogram and the Happy Hollows are fantastic bands they're not maybe the household names uh to a lot of people yeah stereogram was in that uh ipod commercial yeah but, so they're probably going to a lot of people via that but compared to what he's got upcoming um which is push a t of the clips clips fame and um steve martin of um everything steve martin's done fame mm -hmm. uh 
those are pretty big names. And so to allow you to finish your point, but let me say the cool parts of it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yes. Your point is the really oh, cool thing about this uh, interview. Oh, oh, the cool thing about this interview is Ryan's kind of is is go is he's got some videos in the works right now that are, that are for some big name, big name clients, which is, which is a lot of fun. So, and, uh, he's got a, a lot of sweet ass things to say. So let's check it out. Um, yeah, my name is Ryan Reichenfeld and I live in Los Angeles and I am a music video director. So what was the what was the the first video that you you did as part of more media? Um, the first video I did was for the Happy Hollows. It was the uh, animation video. And and I, we've we've checked out that video. It's on the site. It's a really entertaining video. There's a lot of cloning going on, as you mentioned in the uh, director's commentary, which we definitely recommend uh, people check out. Um, <laughs> and uh, you know. Was that pretty much all you on the visual effects on that? Yeah, yeah. It was pretty much, uh, I just really loved the band. I talked to them for a little while, and they wanted to do a video. They agreed to let me just do whatever I wanted to do, and it was just me and After Effects for like four months. <laughs> so uh, I just kind of went wild on that. And, it, I mean, did they know what they were what they were getting into beforehand? Did they know the general concept, or was it things that were you were creating in After Effects and post? Well, like, I, I had a meeting with them, and I kind of tried to pitch them this idea. And I think they just were kind of like, oh, cool, free video. Yeah, whatever, whatever, guy. <laughs> like, let's just do this. And um, we shot them on green screen in this abandoned uh, warehouse. And when they saw the, like, the first, like, there was really no rough cuts. I, I would send them, like, screen grabs and... And random stuff, you know. But the first time they saw the video was the actual, like, fully completed version, and they, <laughs> they were, like didn't even know what to say. They were just like, I, I think they really liked it, but I think they were just like kind of blown away at what I did. You know, they had no idea what you know what was actually going to be in the video. They just they were really psyched on it, though, which is good. So um, you, I'm, actually, I'm sorry. So so they didn't know any anything going going in they just kind of you just told them to kind of jump around and play their instruments and and play the song like you you really had no kind of foreshadowing on they didn't really know what to expect yeah you know like i try i tried to pitch it to them uh, and i tried to explain you know every little detail but i think they just got kind of bored and listening to me explain like okay you're gonna do this and then you're gonna jump off this cliff and then you're gonna throw up and then this and then that and they're just kind of like yeah, okay, cool. Let's just yeah, let's just do it, see what happens. And it's kind of like a you know, win-win situation for them because it's just, you know, some some weird guy asking to do a music video. They they're like, "Why not?" and they got, you know, something cool out of it. So And all that was in your head, in your head going in, you you kind of had all that stuff in mind already and and you ended up just kind of achieving it all or was some of that kind of did you come up with it during the process? Um, you know, it actually was all pre-planned. Everything was laid. It kind of had to be laid out from when we did the shoot, um, because there's just so many intricate little like tie-ins. Um, yeah, it, everything was pretty much thought up. You know, there was little little details added afterwards, like that were kind of additional 
elements in the video like I, that last section with the candy corn was like a last minute idea that I had um, you know like just kind of art elements that were added in were kind of as I went but uh, all the actions and and stuff like that that was happening was pre-planned I noticed that they scored your short film um, and it's kind of just my way to, to lead in to ask you uh, how much um, your short film and you uh, are similar because I notice a lot of what's in your bio turns up in uh, J- uh, Jimmy's last day of probation. I, I hope I'm getting the title right. Um, yeah, yeah. And so I, I'm just curious, curious to know how where the similarities end between you and and the character of Jimmy. Oh man, that's such a funny question. Um, yeah, you know, uh, to, to answer the first question about the the Happy House scoring the movie. Um, that movie was actually just a, a really fun, like, weekend project. We ended up um, shooting, and the music that I used for the short was actually part of their unused catalog of songs that I was going to be using for this this bigger short film that I actually shot in school called Chris of the Red Top. Um, and I just happened to shoot that, the Jimmy's Last Day of Probation thing one weekend, and it kind of turned out much better than we anticipated. Um, so that whole that whole thing was actually a really fun experience. Um, as far as like the similarities between me and the movie, it was kind of one of those things where I was like, "Oh, it'd be cool if this happened." Like, "Oh, it'd be cool if he like threw this beer bottle at this this basketball hoop." And then by the time <laughs> by the time it was cut and all the voiceover was in and the music was in, everyone was kind of like joking around, saying, it's "Basically, it's basically me." <laughs> like, it's like I'm pretty much like a one for one. Um, one for one bio, minus the neck punching. Um, so, but you have stole the go kart then? Oh yeah, you know what? That's actually uh, the DP's go kart, Ryan Carmody. Sweet. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of it was one of those things where we're like, okay, let's make something fun. Um, we have these materials at hand. What can we do with them? Kind of a thing. So, like, I actually do have a knife collection. Um, <laughs> he has a golf cart. Is that it? Uh, we had a camp. Ah, yeah, I forget. I'm trying to think of what else we had in that video. Are you ready for um, the ap- apocalypse check, as well, check. though? Dude, I actually am ready for the apocalypse. Nice. Um, I am. I have a kit in my car ready to go. I have um, guns <laughs> in case uh, and your knife collection. Zombies come and attack my house. And the knife collection. So. Um, anyone in the Silver Lake area that wants to be safe when the apocalypse happens should uh, come over to my apartment and we should fend, fend off the, the zombies with knives and guns. On, I mean, and the next video you did was for Stereogram, the moving on video, um, which has, you know, I think is notable between the two. It doesn't have a lot of effects work in terms of, of visual effects. Were you given the same sort of freedom with that or, or how, how did that video come about? Yeah, you know, I was really lucky with both of those videos with the, all the artistic freedom. Um, that video actually came about through Isaac Rentz. He'd done uh, the Pistol Youth video with the Golden Girls, which was just amazing. It was so awesome. Um, so he'd become good friends with Bradley, who's in Stereogram. And he had gotten this like little budget. Um, actually, the country of New Zealand paid for that video through an art grant. So he had like $3,000 to do something cool and I was just so hungry and I wanted to do something and I pitched in this idea of you know we'll 
get masks of you guys and just throw them on different stuntmen and see what happens. And he was like, cool, man, let's, let's do it. Let's see what happens. And <laughs> we came up with like a really ridiculous video. It, it's, yeah, it, it's a, I mean, first of all, the song is great, which really helps. And it, the effect of the mask is sort of mesmerizing. I mean, it's yeah. a, it's an interesting video, a video to watch. I mean, it would, was there a choice between doing it sort of like, you know, lo-fi with having the masks on versus, you know, doing something like they did in the Golden Girls video and graphing them on? Yeah, you know what, like, it's funny the way the masks work. I always had the idea of, of doing it practically. Um, the original idea was actually having the actual band there kind of doing a whip pan to reveal the guys in the mask and then whip panning back so we're kind of constantly changing back and forth from the actual band members to kind of stuntmen in the same clothes in the same masks as the band members. Um, <laughs> but the band members all live in different parts of the world. I think like each one lives, like two live in New Zealand, two live in New York, and one lives in LA. So having them in the video was just not an option. So we just went all, all stuntmen. Um, and it's kind of funny how the, how the masks work. It almost looks like a cheap VFX job um, <laughs> on some shots. But uh, I think it. I really like the way it came out. It was a. It was a really fun video to make. And where'd you get where'd you get these stunt guys? Uh, it's funny. I think the term stunt guys is very uh, used very loosely. Um, most of it was actually me and my friends who I used to skate with. And uh, we just hit up random people on Craigslist. I knew I wanted to do like a martial arts setup, so we hit up uh, some guys who, who just like they go to these these gyms and these dojos and practice getting beat up. Um, <laughs> and there was this one guy. Oh man, he was so amazing. I, I forget his name, but he was the one who actually got hit by the car. And that guy was just like. Oh, I can't even explain how radical it was. We shot this whole elaborate setup of all of the other martial artists beating him up as a oneer. Um, it didn't actually make the cut because it was just such a long take, and we shot at high speed. Um, you can actually see the end of it in the video. I think a guy jumps off the wall and then kicks him in the face, and he kind of falls down. Um, and then they kind of all pose toward the camera. Uh, but yeah, it was just it was just a ton of fun. We we shot it over the course of like two weeks through San Diego, LA and Las Vegas. So it's just kind of like a fun road trip for me, the DP and one, uh, one intern. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what did the, the band think of the video? Oh, they were really excited about it. They loved it. Um, like it was kind of the same thing with the happy hollows. They just kind of gave me some money and gave me a camera and we're like, all right, cool. Let's see what happens with this. And when it came back, they were really excited because I guess a few of the members actually do some surfing, they do some skating, um, and they're kind of they're kind of wild in a way too. So um, yeah, they're really pumped on it. They went to the New Zealand Music Awards and actually wore the masks from the video at the award show, which is pretty cool. Oh, nice! Yeah, nice. That is pretty sweet. Now, um, you know, you talked about the your, you know the two videos that you've got out right now as being kind of hands off by the artists, and uh, and let, correct me if I'm wrong, but yeah, uh, you're working on a video right now for one for Pusha T and one for Steve Martin. Um, what's the difference between you know an experience like the you know the ones you've had with music videos to the ones you're going through right now? Yeah, it's a totally different experience. They're like I wouldn't say one's better than the other. They're just a little more 
it, it's enjoyable when you can just kind of take something like the Happy Hollows or like the Stereogram video and and kind of create as you go. You don't really have a commissioner from the label like looking over your shoulder, making sure everything's okay. Um, you know what I mean? It's just more as it comes to you, just kind of do it, and it's kind of a free for all. And sometimes that's a really good thing. But um, on the Pusha T video, was we just shot it at, last Monday? Actually, I co-directed it with uh, Nabil, and that was it, it. Was an awesome experience. You know, Pusha was such a great performer. Um, Stephen from the label was there. We actually had a setup that didn't really work out too well that we had planned, and Stephen from the label said, you know, let's do something else. We ended up doing this kind of more dungeon, Wu-Tang-inspired kind of setup, and it worked out much better than what we had pre-planned. So it was just two, two different ways of working that um, I need, you know, need to get used to with so much freedom. But it's definitely it's fun to collaborate with people, talented people like Pusha, you know. And what can you tell us about the, about the concept for the video? Oh, wow. It's, it's a little bit different from the other videos I've done. Um, it's, it's more, it walks more the, the mainstream lines, but it still, you know, has some hard hitting elements. Uh, you know, Push is one, like one of the hardest rappers out there. So, um, you know, his, per, it's just his performance carries the video. It's, it's pretty much a performance video with, um, cinematic photographic elements kind of laid in as we went. Um, you know, we have a Lamborghini, we have a video girl. We have some crackheads. We have some drumline <laughs> kids, and just tons of hard-hitting performance. So, um, Eric Greenberg, <laughs> Eric Greenberg from Bonnie Bray is coming through like tons of footage right now, trying to put together something for us. So, I'm really excited for it. I think it'll be, it'll be a rap, like a hip, standard hip hop video, but approached more from the cinematic side of things. And you have you have a lot of sort of dualities going on here because you at the same time, you know, there I don't I don't know if there's two performers that are sort of the opposite ends of the spectrum as Pusha T and Steve Martin. And I've 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 met people who have directed Steve Martin before, um, and he and they they say it's sort of a, a really unique, interesting experience. What what has it been like for you so far? Well, I actually haven't had too much communication. Steve so far um, the video that I'm doing for him is a take on the Happy Hollows video actually um, he <laughs> he's releasing an album called Rare Bird Alert and if you look at the album art it's it's kind of like the, the 2D puppetry kind of stuff we have going along in the Happy Hollows video he really liked that that video and wanted me to kind of take those techniques and apply them to his album art and make a, uh, an animated version of his album art for his video. So um, we're actually working on the illustration and the animation right now. Um, we're going to be animating up until we shoot, which I think is in late April. And once we shoot, we're going to be compositing uh, the faces of Steve Martin and his band members onto these, <laughs> these animated birds. And it should, be, uh, it should be pretty wild. I'm pretty excited for it. That must be a pretty cool feeling to have Steve Martin sort of pick out a piece of your work and kind of say, "Hey, I want to, I want to sort of appropriate appropriate that to what I'm doing." It, it, it's <laughs> it's really hard to put into words. Um, you know, I, I put out the Happy Hollows video, I think about a year ago, and the Stereogram video came six months after that. So the Steve Martin thing was actually the next thing I booked 
Um, it was like a year after the Happy Hollows video, and I'd been writing on tons of indie band stuff, tons of like mainstream bigger label stuff, and it's just really hard to, uh, you know, sometimes to book a job, and to have <laughs> someone like Steve Martin come out of nowhere and say they liked my reel and wants to uh, to work with me it was just it was surreal. Yeah, that, that is, yeah, that is pretty amazing. That's probably not experience a lot, uh, not an experience a lot of music video directors get sort of you know sort of uh get yeah it's it's just it's just surreal i i guess what i'm trying to say is it's 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 an odd feeling to have your parents kind of understand what you're doing they can like finally relate to me on, on a certain level because they actually know the artists that i'm working with i guess that yeah that i think that definitely does help um so is uh oh i'm sorry adam no, I was gonna. I was gonna say that I think you're the first music video director that we've talked to that that has mentioned their parents understanding what they do now. Because yeah, <laughs> no, it's this weird thing. It's like cause I, you know, I came up doing visual effects, and I still do, um, you know, visual effects every now and again, you know, for for my friends at Direct. And it, it's it's like, hey, how you doing, son? And it's like, oh, you know, I'm working on the CeeLo video. It's like, oh, cool. You know, who's that? And you're like, oh, you know, he's this really big artist right now. He's putting out some, like, really good stuff. It's like, oh, okay, cool. And it's like, oh, yeah, we're doing this thing for, um, you know, the Happy Hollows or Stereogram. They're like, oh, cool. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, you know, Stereogram had that really big song in, in 2005. It was on the, all the iPod commercials. Like, oh, iPod, cool. Yeah, you know, I was at the Apple store the other day and, blah, 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 and you know, they just don't get it. So when you get, you know, an artist that they can, they can, wrap their mind around it's it's kind of rewarding (laughs) and who when you were growing up in terms of like you know what music videos you were into what you know what in terms of what do you really like that you know either try to emulate or or kind of inspires you (sighs) yeah that's a good question i mean i mean i think spike jones is he's like my number one idol <laughs> if i can emulate anybody it would be that guy i think just his his take on things is so interesting and he's had such an interesting career going from you know skateboarding to music videos to f- commercials to features to you know everything in between um it's cool to see somebody you know like a lot of people are saying it's like oh yeah i used to skateboard and film skateboarding and blah 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 and it, it, it's not really the same unless you skated for years and used to skate every day, but you know Spike actually was there every day filming skateboarding, you know, in those girl chocolate videos. Um, and then he kind of took it to the next level when he started doing his music video stuff. In terms of of stuff that you know, we talked about stuff that you like. Is there anything in music videos right now that you think is sort of crap? Um, crap. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of crap out there, definitely. Um, I think, you know, music videos used to be a little bit more focused, you know, back in the 90s because only a certain select amount of people could, you know, have the opportunity to, like, take however much money and, you know, the resources to do these videos and just throw tons of money at them and they had to be, you know, somewhat accomplished. And I guess the other side of that coin is that there's music videos, directors coming out today with, like, 7Ds and just going out and... Some are doing like amazing things, you know, and some, you know, aren't so amazing. So, I mean, it's just, I think it's the technology coming down to the people and 
you know, having that accessibility. It's a, it's a great thing, but it definitely creates a lot of clutter, I think. And one other thing, backtracking to the, the Steve Martin video, will anybody be on a unicorn or will there be any party hats? Wow, there's actually a, a Jubilee, which is nice. Uh, no party hats as of yet, but that could be a nice tie-in. Um, if they're party hats, can you give us credit for the idea? I totally will. <laughs> that, that's, that's, that's going in there. <laughs> Ryan, he's our he's our boy. If okay, if you want to see if you want to see Ryan in in a video, you gotta check out this video called Dog Boarding, um, and we'll put a link to it in the in the in the in the show notes. But uh, you, you you can't explain it. You can't explain it. But all you gotta know is, is you know from the interview is that Ryan's into uh, skateboarding. And he makes an appearance as one of the skateboarders in this video, and I highly recommend it. So, as an after, a sort of an after interview mint, go check out dogboarding. Yeah, and if you didn't already put into your links to visit, also check out um, Ryan's short film. Agreed. Yeah, Ryan's got a lot of stuff to watch. And check it out, anything he's been involved with. If you could find, like, some old term papers that maybe are... Uh, you know, just published online. You might want to check them out. They probably are pretty sweet. Yeah, I mean, even if it's just like, like sort of like a freshman, like a psychology or like a philosophy, you know, Philo one hundred and one, you know, term paper on like Voltaire or something like. that. I mean, I'm not even talking college. If you can find a high school, mm. you know, home economics paper, you know, about the joys of baking cakes but it was penned by him read it i i really recommend his his english stuff like he's got a great paper like five paragraph essay on Macbeth. um that's definitely worth a read um he's got a great uh sort of i i i would classify it as like a college level thesis on um James Joyce, Portrait of the Artist as a Young Man. Um, he yeah, got a, and right. He got a B plus. It was a B plus. The teacher said it showed a lot of improvement. Yeah, and he wrote that as a high school sophomore. He did. And it, and it, yeah, so check those out too. And there's, there's certain, you know, if you if you want some of the rare to find gems that you can only get by, you know, uh, paying someone to hack into, you know, Ryan's personal. Um, Dropbox account, then just you know, email me, and I may or may not have access to that and pictures. So just just throwing that out there. You guys know yeah, where to find me. The, you won't find those links on the show notes. No, no. It's got weird. It's got weird real quick. <laughs> yeah, you you took you took it there. You took it there. I <laughs> took it there. I'm guilty as charged. Well, the one thing we can do to get it out of there is to talk about our picks of the week. Okay, so I tweeted about this video because I, I love it. Um, from your account or from the Filmed Insert account? From the, from the Filmed Insert account. Um, I think, if you, you know, in ter- certain eras, this is one of my favorite videos of, like, the early 2000s. 
Um, and it is called Frontier Psychiatrist by the Avalanches. And the Avalanches are not really a, a normal band. They're sort of um, a group of DJs. And the song Frontier Psychiatrist isn't a normal song. It's made up of tons and tons of different samples. And those are sort of really sort of artfully mixed together. And actually their whole album, um, Since uh, since I Left You, is, is pretty much all that. I think... I think they, they said it made a few months to make and then several years to clear clear all the samples from all the songs. Um, but anyway, the lead single off that was Frontier Psychiatrist, which is a great song. And the way they did the video was really interesting. It's basically a big stage and the different samples are acted out by little sort of vignettes. Um, and there's this, there's this, my favorite one, just as an illustration, is there's part in the song where this old man's voice goes, what does that mean? And it appears several times in the song, in the video, it's old man's, old man's head on a turtle, and he's saying, you know, nothing along the words, what does that mean? Anyway, it's a, uh, if you were watching MTV around this time, you probably almost definitely saw this video, and you probably haven't thought of it since. So check it out. Um, it's co-directed by Tom Kuntz. Oh, is, is that how you pronounce his last name? K. K. U. K. U. N. T. A. Z. That's it. It's got to be it. No, it's Tom Kuntz. It's Kuntz. Tom Kuntz and uh, and Mike McGuire. Oh man, I hope we have Tom Cunts on the show because uh, we're gonna get his name wrong, and it's gonna be the shortest interview ever. Please welcome uh, to the show, Mr. Cunts. It's like my last name is Cuitas. <laughs> uh, I I do a really good impression of him. Someone go, someone go look him up. You'll see that his he sounds exactly somebody's like me. Somebody's gotta call him. Somebody, somebody's listening to this has gotta know Tom. Yeah, no, I'm thro- I'm guessing. Somebody knows Mr. Mr. Kuntes. Mm-hmm. So, and, give us, uh, so give us a call and we can settle this once and for all. Um, so my Doug- pick of the week. My pick of the week uh, is is uh, got a lot of visual effects, which is similar to your pick of the week, I gather. From uh, you're talking about an old man's head on a turtle. Uh, that's actually one of the only visual effects. Everything. One of the only visual like- effects. So my my video wins again. For yes. having more visual effects, it does. Yes, um, which is the which is the determining factor of this week, uh, this week's podcast. Most visual effects, uh, because my my video is uh, I'm the Izakiza by, of course, Izakiza, and uh, this video is just it's amazing. It's directed by Yoram Benz. And uh, I'm guessing it was shot in front of a green screen. Yes. Because because if it wasn't, Izakiza is magic. So I hope it's green screen because I I'm pretty sure magic's not real. And you know I think that's that's all I'm gonna say about it because there's not much there's not not any other words that that can really encapsulate this video. You really just have got to watch it. And so let's hope that we either have uh, Mr. Benz or Mr. Puntes on the show. I love the video, and if if you're if you're gonna have a song 
if you're gonna be someone named the Izzy Kizza A and then release a song called I'm the Izzy Kizza, then you're, you're, you're at some point gonna be in a music video similar to this. Um, so it's it's really fantastic. So I'd, I'd definitely check it out. I'd, I'd cut that out. That was, I don't even know what the fuck I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, no way! You left in my my getting my, my getting Andy Hull's name wrong. You left that in. Oh, you are so fucked. Uh, this is just gonna be this is gonna be a podcast of you saying things wrong. pick of the week is typing in the word tilt in the google search bar of your iphone and hitting enter what does that do try it out okay i'm gonna try it out right now does it have to be the does it like does that through the google app no go like safari okay all right stupid phone all right tilt and search for it? Yeah. Oh, no way. <laughs> oh, oh, that's awesome. Listeners, do it. <laughs> do it. It's the best thing you'll ever, that'll ever happen to you. <laughs> Seriously, it's better than finding a million dollars.